previously on the Infinite Escape Room. They appear to be naked. Ben, what the fuck have you been smoking? You look at my wooden wife. Give you such a sand in, my boy. There's another fucking level, isn't there? Stop the planet. I want to get off. Everybody out there in the big wide world, hello and welcome once again to the escape room that is infinite today with some very special guests. Yes, we are the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums come together, work together and drink together trying to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. My name is John. Today I am drinking in a grand departure from tradition. It is not a beer, it is not a stout, it is Prosecco, which I'm about halfway through the bottle of. So I am already having a lovely time. And I'm joined today, as I said, by two very special guests. We have joining us the good folks across the pond from Escape the Rumours. Please introduce yourselves, guys. Hello, hello. This is Cece from Escape the Rumours. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon from Escape the Rumours. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. And thank you so much for joining us. Oh, are you guys drinking? Yeah. But I am doing my uh, afternoon coffee since it is 2.30 here in New York City. But Brandon's, uh, you know, doing something more fun. Yeah, Brandon's got a bottle there. What bottle do you have, Brandon? I have a bottle of Barrow Whiskey. I've actually uh, promoted this a couple of times on our show, Behind the Masterminds. Some good stuff here. I actually received it as a gift a while back and uh, still working. Is it a scotch? Is it a bourbon? What is it? Um, It is a... You know what? I'm drinking something I don't even it's know. It's <laughs> getting fuzzy already. That's wonderful. Brandon has lost the ability to read. Yes, uh, everything is blurry now. Um, <laughs> I believe it is. I, a... I think it's wonderful that it just says whiskey and, and gives no. <laughs> it's just whiskey. It has one label <laughs> on the bottle with no description. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a little pour because I am also drinking this on the rocks. And lovely, very nice. Oh, that's a generous pour. Oh my god. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. Listeners at home. Goodbye, Brandon. You, you cannot see Cece's face as she watches her husband swill a half pint of, of whiskey. This is going to be an interesting show. Wonderful. And I'm glad to be joined by uh, at least one other hard drinker because it normalizes my addiction. <laughs> Anywho, um, you guys uh, run a vlog, blog, website uh, called Escape the Rumors. Could you guys tell me a little bit about it, who you are, what it is, and how you came to be doing it? Yeah, I mean, we'll start from the beginning. We actually mm -hmm. started our first escape room uh, back in 2018 at the end around there. So we're kind of late to the uh, industry, actually. Mm. But uh, we became... Uh, Fan fanatics like i feel like a kind of obsession ish right from the beginning uh we started doing escape rooms in like a lot like the amount is kind of um you know i can't really count it so we started doing spreadsheets um so we started doing that and then we were like you know what it's some of the rooms require more than two people so we sort of started telling other people about it who also don't know what an escape room is mm -hmm. and then they started getting into it as well so then they started asking us about like oh which room should we do kind of didn't want to repeat ourselves so many times so we started a um review site for people to go it was like you know what just go on the uh, website and read it yourself kind of thing so that's how okay. the rumors were basically uh, born from that um and it seems like it has grown way more than what it is uh since we first started because uh, initially we had just reviews from the u.s and now we actually have reviewers from over the world that just recently joined our team is now reviewing in the uk um in canada yeah in a lot of the different places in the u.s as well and uh soon hopefully asia uh, will be covered um and uh, other than that we also have a show uh every friday called behind the masterminds where we interview creators from uh, all over the world like puzzle creators uh, so they could be like a puzzle subscription box um mystery uh games um video games, anything that has to do with puzzles or escape rooms. Um, and we feature them on our show. They tell us about the behind the scenes creativity side of it. Wow. Uh, we give away free gifts every uh, so and then. Um, and yeah, everyone has a lot of fun. We also have a segment called Think or Drink on the show as well. 
Hey. Which gives the creators a little sense of uh, we test them on their own game. Oh my god! Yeah, that idea <laughs> actually is because when we first started uh, doing the show, we were like, "Well, you know, how do we, uh, you know, make this uh, more fun than just an interview?" And adding that segment at the end was the best idea. Because so, do you sort of get a lot of information about their room and then say, "Okay, what is the code for lockbox two found in the toolshed?" <laughs> and they go, yeah. "Ah, it's the." it's literally your game guys in your own time yeah, yeah exactly um but we do get a lot of information that we probably wouldn't have gotten if they uh, were a little mm. too like you know tight at the beginning of the show they were like well what's your upcoming project oh i can't really release that much right now oh but after a thing or drink have, have a couple of whiskeys and then let's talk again it's the best way to interrogate and we also uh added another segment to our show called Cryptic Forward, which we have uh, developers leave a puzzle for the next guest. Ooh. So they would leave something and then we would deliver it to the next guest so that they can solve the previous guest puzzle. So, so we, that's did another a, um, we did an episode a little while ago, in which, which I would describe as the lazy episode, Michael, if you're listening, where Michael <laughs> thought it would be hilarious to bring, I think it was me and Ben into a room. And then the room was us having to make a room for another solver with a bunch of props that he'd left there in 15 minutes. And, you know, we, we, we can work pretty quickly, but we completely fell apart. It was, <laughs> it was tragic. That was definitely uh, uh, a case of the uh, the god hand of the editor saves the day because what was broadcast was made us sound much smarter than we were in the moment. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> I, f- I feel like that pressure, though, like uh, being especially when yeah. you're live and solving a puzzle, it's so different than if you're just like off screen and doing it on your own. You know? Absolutely. Like, yeah, the mind just goes blank. I'm like, oh my god, I'm on a it time. There's, there's no there's no creativity at all. I've taken to um, lately because I've done the sort of including this one three of the last four rooms anyway um maybe two or three anyway i've taken to going for a walk to sort of find the loose ends or find the sort of the last difficult section of a room that i'm creating and just going for a walk and sitting down somewhere in on, on the grass and just letting letting things kind of percolate um definitely definitely more effective than staring into the mirror and talking to myself in the voice of my father right well part <laughs> of cryptic forward besides the um the, the part of presenting a puzzle that's created from one developer to the next was also to kind of unify a lot of the industry. So some of our guests know who the next guest is that they're delivering the puzzle to. Some of them have no idea, never heard of them before, but they have to address it to them. So if they're saying, oh, I have a puzzle for you, blah, 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 you know, now oh. they know who they are. So if they already knew who they were, great. They're fans of them, great. So now they record a bit. Right. So there's a little bit more of like a chain nice. that's being formed. So that Have was you ever had it where someone like, someone is sort of finding a way to settle a grudge? So uh, this is for Daniel. Remember me? You fired me. You fired me. And then you slept with my whatever. And this is for you. This is for you, you shit. I hope you suffer. And you go, okay, thank you for that. Yeah. That was very Jason Statham. uh, (laughs) Very Jason Statham presented. That was a great invitation. I love that. (laughs) I'm going to find you. (laughs) We we did have one recently, though, from Enigma World, um, where he was like, I've just changed the rule, and now you have to get dressed up to answer the question. So that was one kind of, he did a little sabotage y thing to the next guest. He's like, yeah, go find a cape in your house or something nice. and dress up like yes. you must dress in your Sunday finest sir yeah. to answer this <laughs> you peasant yeah. <laughs> also um, one thing that CC forgot to mention in our uh, beginnings of, of Escape the Rumors another thing mm. we wanted to really do was besides writing reviews for all these escape rooms that we're uh, playing we were visiting them and also getting to know the owners and the developers was to tell the story behind their creativity so we created a, a, um, on our channel on YouTube a, a playlist that's also called uh, Exclusive Look Exclusive which look. we would interview the owners um, and also give a sneak peek of what you can expect when you're visiting their location, even inside hmm. the room without giving away any spoilers. Because if you're going to travel to like Iceland or Australia, it's Jesus. a far travel, but you kind of want to know before I purchase this room, I want to know, is it legit? Is it Absolutely. like, you know, what it looks like? You know, is it worth, you know, without even go? You, you, you yeah. need to know what. I think this might be even a corporate term, what the value proposition is for the room. Yeah. Like, yeah. is it like, if this is a, you know, like a 30 pound room, is it a 50 pound room or 60 pound room per person? My God. And, and what, what am I getting for that money? Right. 
Right. And you, you could also tell which owners and creators actually play escape rooms because they're mm. constantly elevating the bar. They know where the bar is set. So, they know what's out there, and they're stepping it up. I have an interesting sort of side comment on on, on that experience. So the room I work in, uh, the bank job in Broadstairs, was not created by escape room enthusiasts. It was built by an electrician. None of the sort of niche kind of what I'd call like escape room logic really functions in there because they're not enthusiasts mm -hmm. um it's a heist experience so you're robbing the bank and veteran teams teams that have done dozens of rooms routinely completely fuck it up <laughs> our record holders for the fastest time it's a 60 minute room our fastest time currently is 32 minutes 43 mm -hmm. uh that's held by two novices they'd never done a room before in their life they probably overthink because uh, mm. just oh, what yeah. enthusiasts tend to do, they overthink yeah. and they yeah, probably yeah. go into it thinking like, oh, I know this. And it's like, wait, I guess my question for you guys is, do you think the industry is sort of naturally establishing a set of rules? If it is, do you think that's a good thing or do you like deviance or is it just a good mark of ever increasing quality? Um, I mean, I like deviance if it makes sense. Like what you mm -hmm. were saying before with the whole bank robbery um, storyline. And if he's going with like, hey, in reality, uh, what would people do during this yeah. um, you know, situation? Right. I don't have to like make it so that like, oh, I need to use the serial code because, you know, in escape rooms, anything number related is going to be a puzzle. Like it yeah. doesn't need to be that because in a real life situation, you wouldn't have done that if you're robbing a bank. Like, why would I need to solve a math question on a serial number? Right? Exactly. <laughs> so it just exactly. really makes sense. But like if, you know, as a um, a room that's like, I guess there were some rooms that don't really have a storyline. We've seen those before where it's just mm. puzzles. You're probably falling more into an escape room like mindset if you're seeing those because you're just like, oh, that is a regular situation where if I use an item, I probably wouldn't need to use it again. And that's some mm. sort of a regular rule that a lot of escape rooms are using these days where yes. um, you feel like you know i use the key ones if you don't tell me that key is not going to be used again i'm going to assume that that's not going to be used again so if i put it away and there's another lock in the room that needs me to use that key i'm going to question you later and be like hey you didn't hey, tell man. me that i had well, to <laughs> we've gotten used to asking owners because we've experienced it when it wasn't expected um mm. we've gotten used to asking owners all right Will we have to use anything more than once? Normally, we'd not ask that question unless we encountered it. Where it's like, oh my god, we actually had to use this more than once. So now mm. we actually ask, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do we? Is it done? Do we need to keep it around? Or it's interesting with the um, the sort of the universal kind of rule in escape rooms is don't break anything. If you're going to have to break it to do it, it's wrong. And in our room, you there's some stuff that you have to break. Because Ooh. you're robbing a bank, you're a bank yeah. robber, mm -hmm. and you go in with you go in with equipment and tools that are in, designed for this purpose. Um, like we we give the team wire cutters, real wire cutters. Wow! At one point, which oh my god, is such a dangerous thing to do for some people. <laughs> oh my god. John, let me just say woman. something. You mm. saved CC and I about 15 minutes because we, we're very delicate players. <laughs> we're very two-finger rule players. So now that you told us that and we if we visit there, I've taken a wire cut and stuff going at it. Yeah, yeah. Going for it. <laughs> Go for it. Do you guys have a favorite room that you've done in the UK? Ooh. Actually, we were just talking about this. I, we're yeah. probably going to say the same answer. I'll let her go and I can give another favorite. Okay. Uh, because what is Nethercott? Manor yeah, from I was going to say another okay. manor. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's her. Well, that's also mine. We didn't even finish. I feel like we're probably 60% in for two people uh, because it's so big. It's like a mansion and you literally have like different floors that you have to go through. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's not supposed to be a two person game so uh props to whoever finishes the room in two, with two people um and um there's like a ton of uh places to you can't even divide and conquer i feel like it's not even one of the you can divide and conquer but even if you did divide and conquer you're not going to be able to finish everything within that 60 minutes wow um, but the set design is amazing the sound uh you know the quality and the props and everything just makes it uh, like even from the beginning, before we entered, we already knew that it was going to be amazing. So that's really cool. What, so what's the name of the room? It's okay. You can like say it. We plug rooms um, all the time. Nethercod Manor. By Tully's Farm. 
at Tully's Farm. Yeah. So I've heard Tully's Farm mentioned a few times by various people over the last couple of years, um, and it always comes up in the sort of top rooms in the UK. Uh, so you guys can uh, can confirm this. We can vouch. So, dear listeners, you may be wondering what the Infinite Escape Room is. Uh, Well, it's an escape room, much like any other that you may be familiar with in the corporeal world, but this one is virtual. It exists solely in your ears and mind, and it goes on infinitely. Every single room in the Infinite Escape Room links seamlessly into the next room in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of the team has created a room for the others to solve. And this week, it is, as you may have predicted, me for our esteemed guests. There is a strict time limit. And if the team fail to escape within the time limit, then terrible things shall befall them. They shall also have to leave a deposit on the door as collateral should they break anything. So, Cece and Brandon, please consider what would you like your deposit to be? Must be something of value, something you would desperately not want to part with. Oh. We need insurance, guys. My iPhone 12 Max Pro. <laughs> That's expensive. Okay, forget that. It is expensive. That um, what about the the continuing independence of your nation? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, really. sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What? <laughs> oh, wait, I got it. Oh. My barrel whiskey bottle. Oh, okay. I think we have a hit, guys. Yes, there is half of that bottle left. Sorry, could you just hold it up again, Brandon? Sure. Here you go. And this is I'm just, I just realized that... 81 of 5,194. Yeah, it's got handwritten batch number on it. And, yes. um 122 proof? Oh, it's my God. pretty strong. Yeah. Wow. You were, you were not kidding about the drinking thing. Brandon, like, that's, that's paint stripper. Um, like you could use that to clean up a crime scene. Yeah, I'm about to pour some honey in here or something. Just to- <laughs> Okay, fair play. We won't judge you. Okay, in that case, the deposit for this week is Brandon's uh, half bottle of whiskey, uh, which I'm pretty sure is a fire hazard. Lovely. Um, Before we go any further, I would like to take uh, a little moment to thank the people who make this possible. That is our Patreons who continue to subscribe to our show and keep us literally on the internet and on the metaphoric road. Uh, They have, on many occasions, requested that we bring more guests onto the show, and here we are, hopefully, fulfilling that desire. Uh, Many of them are stateside, some of them in South America too, and a few of them from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy hearing from some of your compatriots, guys. I would like to especially thank, on this occasion, Mr. Colin Walker and Mr. David Shaw for your continued support. Thanks, guys. Now, Brandon, Cece, the time has come. Are you ready? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then let us enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last week on the Infinite Escape Room, the team was transformed into wooden dolls, and you found yourselves flung to the bottom of a giant cupboard, where you came upon a crushed action man. Going where he could not, you harpooned and shimmied your way from one shelf to another, eventually coming upon a mysterious machine known only as the Fair Bee. Conveniently, this machine returned you to supple human fleshy form. Inconveniently, it did not make you any larger. With one harpoon and rope remaining, you clambered into the shining light above you and escaped. Or so you thought. Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an English... Hang on, it's not an Englishman, is it? Uh, <clears throat> Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of a pair of Americans. Delicious blood. As your eyes adjust to the light, you see you are sat on top of a giant door. In front of you is a vast room. This feels a bit like looking over at the Grand Canyon guys from the clifftop. And in this room is a giant. He's sat hunched over a desk on the right-hand side, and his giant stomach is rumbling. Hmm. Dinner or nap? Dinner or nap? Dinner or nap? Dinner or nap? Mm. Nap first, then dinner. Sounds good. The giant walks over to a cage door on the left-hand side. It appears to be the way out of the room. He takes a key out from his pocket on a long chain, locks the door, stuffs the key back into his pocket, and then lies down on his bed. He reaches over to the table, selects one of several hourglasses, and then turns it. I'll give myself half an hour. Then, dinner. And with that, he falls fast asleep. 
Sounds like you've got half an hour, guys, and your time starts now. All right. Should we check that desk? So, um, you are tiny people. You are humans, but you are tiny people, and you are sat on top of a massive door. The fall down will definitely kill you. We need to lower ourselves. Yeah. But we have the harpoon and the rope. You do. You do indeed. So you're swinging that rope over the door and uh, shimmying down it? Yes. Yep. That sounds good. Okay, brilliant. You're down onto the room floor. So the room in front of you is as follows. You have one wall behind you. Against the far wall is the giant's bed, and he is lying soundly asleep upon it. Above the bed is a flag pinned to the wall. It appears to be an English flag, and it has some writing beneath it. To the right of the bed, there is a desk with a table and a variety of items upon it. There's also a message written on the wall above the table and a window next to the table as well. To the left of you, uh, at the end of the room, rather than there being a wall, there is a, a series of bars, much like a jail cell, with a door in the middle of them. That appears to be your only exit. What would so you like to do? The window cannot be an exit. It's only the door. The window is very high up. Let's see what's written on that flag. Yeah. Can we get a closer look? So below the flag is written thus. England, home, the greatest of all the nations. Uh, and you said it's just an English flag? Yep. Uh, so, so to be clear, that's a St. George's flag. So a uh, white flag with a red cross on it. White flag with a red cross. Okay. And anything behind the flag? Uh, it's far too high for you to reach. I'm too small. You are, you are about the size of a Barbie doll. All right. It's kind of like, uh, do we need to find a potion? <laughs> so a question at our eye level, what can we see that's at our eye level? You can see the giant in his bed. You can see everything uh, I just described. Uh, you, there is a chair next to the table. Yeah which you could get onto. You can get up onto the bed with the giant. There's a few places you could reach. Okay, so we still have a harpoon. We could still get ourselves high up. Yeah, let's do the desk and the table. Yeah, let's... Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're shimmying up onto the top of the desk. Now, on top of the desk, you can see the following. A jar labeled iron shavings. A jar labeled wood shavings. A tin with some writing on it. Another tin. It's more like a sort of sardine tin. Like a low flat tin, mm -hmm. a jar with sulfur written on it that has some liquid in it, a pot with its lid closed, a large burning candle, a few coins, and a pot of gold leaf. There's also a paintbrush. And finally, there are a couple of books. Okay, what is written on the tin? You said there was a tin with writing on it. Devils eat ladies in large amounts, horribly. That is, devils eat ladies in large amounts, horribly. Okay. Uh, that's the only tin, or there was two tins? Uh, yes, oh. there's another tin. So it's Delilah. Uh, the, um, hmm? Delilah is the tin can. Where are you getting that? The abbreviations, D-E-L-I-L-I-A. What happened to... Okay. Okay. Uh, what's inside of that the tin can with the Delilah or the writing? Uh, so if you open it up, there is... A large cylinder, large by large, I mean, you could pick it up in your, your you know, small person hands and carry it around. It's a funny textured thing. It's sort of slightly soft, but also hard and a bit sort of supple to the touch, like it's got a bit of give in it. It seems to be made of wax. Okay. And then what would you say the other tin was? The other tin is a bit more like a sardine tin. Would you like to open it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then smell it, it too. Okay. <laughs> Always a good policy in yeah. every room. Sniff everything. Yeah. Except the clothes. Oh, God, not the clothes. <laughs> Lovely. So opening uh, the sort of small flat tin, you find it opens up. There is what looks like putty in both sides of it and the imprint of what looks like a coin in either side of it. As for the putty, it smells more or less like plasticine. Okay. So it's just an imprint of a coin. Yes. Does it fit the coin? That's actually in the... Uh, yes. Oh. So if, you, if we put it in there, what happens? Anything? No, nothing. You, you have a coin sitting perfectly in the imprint. Could we use the burning candle to melt the wax? You could use it to start softening up the wax cylinder. Yeah. Where, where are you going with this? I wonder if there's something inside of it. You, you start melting the end of it, but there appears to be nothing inside now. Okay. 
It's now a slightly droopy what wax cylinder. What about the uh, books? Anything written in those? There are two books. Uh, hang on. Just checking something. Because there's been several iterations of this room. Oh, there's a pot. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I think we need to make something in that pot. So maybe in the books there's ingredients. Okay, so apologies. There is one book, not two books, and that book has alchemy written on it. Nice. Can we take a look inside? You can. Uh, As you open the book, a breeze comes in through the window, and the pages inside, which are loose, not part of the book, scatter across the desk. So you now have pages everywhere in no particular order. Each page uh, has an instruction upon it, but I'm afraid the order is now completely muddled. Um, is, there, is the pot empty, the one that's on the table? No. As you take the lid off, it is full of ice. Okay. Oh, maybe we need to and melt the ice. What were you saying? Did you find something about the alchemy book that we could read the instructions now? So there are now scattered pages around the desk with instructions on them. One instruction on each page. Would you like me to read the instructions? Yes, Yes. please. Okay, so in no particular order. Dip in sulfur until the wood burns off and the iron is one with the wax. The next page you find says harden with cold. The next page says profit. The next page says burn off the wax for solid iron. The next page says for gold... You must begin with wax. The next page says, Coat with honey as adhesive. Sprinkle with iron and wood. Is that it? And the next page says, Paint with gold leaf. We do have a paintbrush, so... Uh, Those are the pages of the book. Coat with honey as adhesive, and then what? Uh, Coat with honey as adhesive. Sprinkle with iron and wood. And And you said before profit was just one by itself, profit? Yep. Profit, as in make money. Great. The dip in sulfur one at the beginning, that was a pretty long one, right? Dip in sulfur Mm -hmm. and then... Dip in sulfur until the wood burns off and the iron is one with the wax. Okay, I think I have all the I think this is how Um, to make gold so we could pay him off. Okay, so... um, You want to pay off the giant with gold that he can make? Yeah. We're doing the work for him. Good luck with this. (laughs) Um, can we check the bed or is it too dangerous? Can no, no, no. It's totally fine. Hop, on, hop the onto the bed. The giant is lying there. He's in a loose shirt and trousers with a belt on it. The label on the shirt is sticking up at the back of his neck. The key to the exit on the chain is in his left pocket uh, and the chain is linked onto the belt. It is unclear how long the chain is. What's on the label on the shirt? Uh, Gulliver. Gulliver's trousers. Mm, okay. You're probably starting to see the inspiration for this room. <laughs> so nothing's really uh, on the sheets or anything, right? On the bed, like the on the sheets, no. Okay. Uh, and then you said there was also a window with a mm-hmm. bar area. Can we check if there's anything there? It's too high up to reach. Too high up. Okay. The window's open a bit, but it's it's far too high, and it's made of metal, so you wouldn't be able to get your harpoon up there either. Oh, okay, got it. Mm. So now we just have the. Flag? Is the flag pullable? Like, can you take it down? You can't reach it. I love that you're so keen to pull down the flag. It's great. <laughs> Some like, behind I, the flag. I, I hate that flag. I hate that flag. <laughs> Cut it. Okay, so... You're um, one of those people that tries to pull everything off the walls in escape rooms, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. You're one of those guys. <laughs> well, we're one of those people that check behind everything, basically, because we learn, you know... I mean, it's just... It's good. It's a good habit. Whiskey, that's for the uh, damage thing. So if it does damage anything, it's just it's whiskey. Um, all right, so we have the desk and the table. Anything under mm-hmm. the table area? Nope. Okay. Just have, dust. Have we explored everything so far? Um, you have, yes. Okay. All right, so now let's see. I would say you have explored everything. Uh, you've you've not interacted with everything, but you have explored everything. I haven't interacted with everything. So, just out of curiosity, uh, will you mm-hmm. give us, like, if I wanted to melt the ice with the candle, like mm-hmm. I know that's a done deal. You can't go back and redo mm-hmm. something. Will you let us know or no or just? Um, I I think you'd want to be uh, be taking a long hard that hard look at that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> then that's goodbye for you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we haven't interacted with that lady. The chain on the um, giant, can I pull that? Are you pulling on his chain? <laughs> <laughs> I've interacted. You're yanking this guy's chain. Okay, as you, as you pull the chain, the giant begins to stir from his dream. He starts to speak. Mm, father, father, speak to me, father. Call me by my name. Oh, is it Gulliver? Gulliver. Thank you, Father. He goes back to sleep, and you get a little bit of the chain out of his pocket. Well nice. Done. A little bit of the chain. Just Still can't bit? see the key, right? <laughs> no, no sign of the key yet. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, oh if mean, we do it again, we need to be prepared it? to answer again. Yeah, can uh, I let's pull the chain again. It? Yank it. Pulling the chain again, uh, the giant once again begins to stir from his dream. And you hear him say this. I want to go home. Tell me about home again. England. (laughs) Well, is it that part of England that he said on the flag? Whatever the part of... Where did you say would that you flag like, is from? Would you, would, you, would you like to hear what was written under the flag again? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, oh uh, hold on. England. Uh, England, home, home of, of the, the greatest nations. Gro- Great, greatest yeah. of all nations. England. Yeah. Yes. And he drifts off back to sleep. You've got more of the chain. Yes. You can feel that the key is close. All right. One Pull more time. it again. Yank it hard this time. <laughs> you're you're, you're no. yanking his chain hard. <laughs> Not too hard. Um, uh, the giant abruptly stirs, uh, and this time seems to be having a very different dream. Oh, oh yes. Oh, that's that's right. That's right, Delilah. Put put it put it where I want it. Put it in my special place. Okay, that's so Delilah, so devils eat ladies in large amounts horribly. Put it in my special place. Um, so, uh, above the, uh, above the desk, there was some writing on the wall. I don't know. Did I, did I mention the writing on the wall? No. No. Editor John here. Not one to be petty, but I'm pretty sure I did. Let's have a check. There's also a message written on the wall above the table. Uh, it's written in ye olde English and it says, ye most special place in the world is here. His ear. So here? Ear. In in his ear. Put the key in the ear. Sorry, you want to put the key in his ear? No, we don't oh, have no, the no, key. Oh, no, no, not the key. Sorry. Um, just uh, answer him. Because he ear. said Delilah. Ear. Ear. Mm, that's right. That's right. But put it, put it in. Put it in. Mm. <laughs> All, All right. right. He's a freaky, freaky giant. I think you're going to have to... Uh, you're gonna have to do it, guys. So let's put the tin can in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we just had to whisper Delilah's name in his ear. I'm so confused. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Let's put the wax cylinder in his ear. You doing that? Yes. Wait, Shove it wait. in there. <laughs> Why? Why? Are you judging this man? <laughs> This is, this is what we do. <laughs> uh, maybe we need to melt the wax and see what's... I'd say at least you want it to be room temperature, at the very least, I mean. Let's do room temperature and see what happens. Okay, so you give it a little warm with your, with your little, little doll-sized hands. Mm-hmm. And are you, are you sticking it in his ear? Okay. Yeah. Sure. He might need a little bit of, like, a turn. Like Q-tip, Q-tip style, Q-tip. You're, you're, you're screwing it into his yeah, Q-tip yeah. style. He likes the Q-tip pretty, style. Pretty much. Okay. I think, uh, yeah. You know, I feel like on podcasts, you find out so much about people. It's wonderful. <laughs> We're just going Lovely. with the story. So you're, you're screwing the, uh, the wax cylinder into his ear. He hums contentedly. He likes it. And then settles back into his dream. Pulling on the chain in his pocket, you now have the key yes. in your hand. Well done, guys. See, it's all about that little twist. Yes. All right. Can we? Oh, so we have to get the key off of the chain. Unless the chain is so long that it reaches to the door. Uh, unfortunately, the chain is not quite long enough to reach the door. It's long, but it's not that long. Okay. And is it locked or something? The final link of the chain is around at the buckle of, sorry, not the buckle, uh, one of the loops on the waist of his trousers. Oh, we have to undo his buckle. 
to get it out. Or we can take off his trousers. Well, we got to take off the buckle. Okay. Are you... Are you oh, God. <laughs> this sounds like it's easier. Are you undoing this guy's flies? Um, sure. He's already uh, getting a Q-tip style. easier, I guess. Okay, you're undoing the, 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 the button on the giant's trousers, uh, but uh, it's just, you can't pull down hard enough to, uh, to start to get the trousers off. He's lying on them, and he is now soundly, soundly asleep. Okay, so... Maybe we need to melt the chain. Can we melt the chain somehow with all the ingredients we have? You have 10 minutes, guys. The burning candle, does that melt whatever? But the loop, can we take it to there? Is it too hot? Uh, are you trying to set fire to the giant's trousers? <laughs> kind because uh, I feel like that's a surefire way to, uh, to, to wake, wake him up. up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so let's see if we could Well, hold on, Chase. With all these ingredients, what do we actually make out of it? Profit, which is probably going to be a coin. Dip in silver until wood burns off, and iron is one with wax. Yeah, for gold, you must begin with wax, which we did, right? I mean, we could do it again. Which we, Do we still have the wax, or we totally used it with a year already? Uh, it's in his ear. Oh, so we could kind of pull it out. And we use As it. you put it, Q-tip style. I don't know what that means, but it sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle okay. with iron and wood, paint with gold paint. leaf. Yeah. Eight and a half minutes. So one of my okay. handwritings I can't read, but it was for gold wax coat with honey or something like that? Uh, so the one with honey, uh, it said coat with honey as adhesive. Sprinkle with iron and wood. We have honey? I don't think we have honey. Uh Small screw up. You do have honey. You have honey. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where's our honey? My bad. Wait, we get 10 minutes back for this. <laughs> Iron with, okay. So honey's on a table too. Yes. Okay. So we do have honey. A jar of honey. Okay. Iron is, uh, Wait, one more time with the honey. I'm sorry. Can you just read it again? Coat with honey as adhesive. Sprinkle with iron and wood. And we, um, now, do we have wood and iron? Yeah, we have wood shavings. <laughs> mm-hmm. would, I, would you like me to confirm the contents of the table? Uh, yeah, one more time. Iron shavings. You have iron shavings in a jar, wood shavings in a jar, a jar of honey. The tin from which the uh, Delilah rod was, uh, was inhabiting, which is now in his ear. You have the tin with the two halves of putty with the imprint of the coin on it. You have a jar of sulfur and a pot of ice and a large burning candle and some gold coins. And finally, a pot of gold leaf and a paintbrush. Pot of ice, too. Okay. So let's start with the uh, instructions then. For gold, you must begin with wax. Let's do the wax, burn off the wax. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I guess burn the whole wax off, see what's in there. So this is the wax rod that is inside Gulliver's ear. It's in his yeah. ear now. So you can probably safely remove it now. His dreams have moved on. Okay. So let's take it out of his ear and burn it off. Okay. If you're starting to burn the end of the wax with the uh, with the candle, the wax sort of dribbles down into a into a pool in front of you. Okay. okay. So nothing is in there. That's it. There's nothing in it. You now have a pool of uh, slowly hardening wax in front of you on the desk. Oh. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. I got it. What are you thinking, Cece? So I want to make a mold of the key that's to okay. the chain because I need to make a key without taking the chain off. All right, so let's head over there. And okay. uh, let's put underneath that a um, iron shaving thing. Okay, so uh, just talk me through what you're doing. All right, so um, I'm thinking that I need to burn the wax uh, and then mold it around the key. Okay, uh, how are you going to go about that? Um, put the... Oh, we have to put the wood, somehow get the wood on there and then dip it in sulfur until it becomes iron. Okay. How are you planning to take this key, which would then be over another key, which is on a chain, and then get it to the door? We can't bring the items from the table to the key? Oh, no, you can get the key to the table. That's no trouble. Okay. Uh, But if you're using the the key as a mold and putting wax around it and adding other things around it, um, you'll be creating a key around a key. And that key is on a chain, which will not reach the door. No, I mean, talk about the one I mold into like a real key. I'm taking that key to the door. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
how are you going to so, go about making that mold? So then the mold would be created from the key that's on the chain, which is now on the table. And then okay. I will put it under a, uh, like a molding, I guess, if you have like a tin or something, we could use that, I guess, the imprint of the tin of the go coin. And then, Oh, could we, sorry. Could we put the key inside of the putty? Yes. And then use the formation from that as a key, use the putty formation. And then okay. from there, pour in the, um, I guess you could heat up the... Well, from that, we could just harden with cold. Throw that in the, in the pot. Okay. Okay, so you've pressed the key down into the putty in the tin, and you now have an imprint of the key in the putty. Yes. Mm-hmm. C- c- uh, if we throw the, the putty formation into the ice pot, will it harden? Uh, yeah, it hardens a bit. But then that would just be yeah, ice. Probably... We, need, we need metal. Okay. We gotta put the metal shavings in there and like uh, heat so it up. So let's start the process over with that putty, coat it with honey as adhesive, and then dip into the sulfur. Yeah. So you have to you have to begin with the wax. So put the wax mm-hmm. into the mold, and then okay. and then you can um, put the honey as adhesive, sprinkle with so iron the wax wood. Is, the wax is still uh, still liquid. Oh, okay. So harden it with cold. Okay, so and you stick you in the uh, tin in the ice. Yeah, and you now have a, uh, a hard wax key shape. Right, and then you could put the honey as a seed. One minute and twenty. Adhesive in the sprinkle with the iron and wood. Dip in the okay. sulfur until wood burns off. Irons with the wax, and then yep. uh, and then uh, burn off the wax. Painted with gold leaves. You do indeed have a key. Now we can uh, take that and harpoon ourselves to the bar. Near the window. Uh, you can. Uh, running over to the bars, uh, you don't actually need the harpoon for this. With one of you sitting on the other's shoulders, you are tall enough to reach that key up into that lock. You give it a turn, and thank goodness your imprinting skills were up yeah. to snuff. The key opens the door, and you escape with 34 seconds to go. That's how we like it. Yeah, we did it for the audience. Yep, we did it for you guys. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, guys. Nice. That was fun. So, having escaped into the hallway, you see there is a small U-sized door in the other wall. Far too small for the giant to fit through, but just big enough for you tiny people. You hurry through the door and find yourself inside an empty bar. It's a very dingy place. There is no one in there at all. It seems to be closed. A sign over the bar reads, The Last Chance Saloon. Watering hole for the sacrificial. Free drinks on your last night. To your left, there is a door to the outside world. To your right, a free bar. Decisions, decisions. What kind of decision is that? That's a head scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Yay. The Delilah thing, that was just to get you to look at that. I mean, was the sign literally right above the tin can with the devil's eat so, ladies? Uh, the, um, the tin can had the writing uh, uh, on it. And um, yeah, that was basically his uh, his uh, erogenous uh, toy. Got it. Which he uh, he uh, had nicknamed Delilah. Nice. Very See, nice. I've used a toy in the correct way. <laughs> yeah. Q-tip style. <laughs> I had not predicted that you would try and use the gear on the table to uh, attack the giant's trousers. That was that was an, an unforeseen development. <laughs> Don't give me anything that I can destroy. Yeah. Well, quite. Well, quite. This is, I think, the uh, second um, audio puzzle uh, escape room that we played that didn't involve mm. any pictures or anything whatsoever. I mean, the other one was uh, mm. actually on Amazon Alexa. Uh, they have one on there. Okay. But other than that, any audio games that we played involved pictures, which we kind of get some sort of a visual. So this was very yeah, different yeah. for us because usually we're able to see something and start to get creative on what we're being presented with. But this is purely mm. like I'm actually drawing out the room as yeah, you're yeah. telling me, yeah. which I have to create my own picture. So it's it's always interesting when that happens, and everyone has drawn the room, and then everyone holds it up, and they've all got really radically different ideas of what this thing looks like based on the same description. Yeah, I yeah. mean, mine is like I didn't really go in full detail. Like mine has like I got the the flag, I had the table, I had things referencing different things, but I didn't really like draw the the giant or any of that. Oh yeah, stuff. mine's all writing. Look at this. 
crazy amount already. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the, uh, the, the part that I think uh, had me thinking was the part about the, um, items that were given to us in, in terms of the ordering. Cause I thought mm. there was going to be a cluing to how we were supposed to uh, put the order versus us thinking reasonably, what should the order just be? You know, like I thought there was a yes, nice right. puzzle on top of it or something. That's how I was like, Oh, so, I don't have to worry about it until later. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, there wasn't, there there was, there was no hint for that. Um, I'd written them, hoping that like with, with a clear steer of this is the first one mm-hmm. you know, for gold you must begin with wax right. and and then there really there hopefully being only a couple of ways that it could sensibly be arranged yeah and that the, you, the team would just just figure it out like okay if we're trying to do this then we get this on it and how do we get that off it and then we do this thing and, and sort of come to uh, the key you were quite right brandon um you didn't need to put the gold leaf on it at all for the end uh that's just how to make gold uh and um the uh, the uh the recipe for how to make gold is is basically fake. Uh, you just cover in the gold leaf at the end and say, "Look, guys, it's gold." Yeah. Uh, so the giant is a, a massive fraud. Got it. Uh, literally. Yeah. He's, uh... Oh, so you mean I didn't have to do the pain with gold leaf as an? No, op- no he's oh. a counterfeiter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a counterfeiter. <laughs> nice. That's a good. He's a counterfeiter. The part right, that drove cool. me was when you said that uh, we actually can bring the key to the table. Because then I was mm. thinking, all right, so now we have the key on the table. We can do whatever we want to replicate it. But then I was starting to think, I mean, yes, it is part, still on the chain, so it's not really part of it. Um, so we do need to make a putty formation of it first. And then have you done any guests who um, is able to come up with another solution where it actually did make sense? And you're like, fine, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so that, that, that totally happens. Um, there's... Because we're sort of making this stuff up each week, you know, we, we're doing it quite quickly. So occasionally there, there's something that you have simply have not foreseen, an obvious way that this could also be done. And one of the guests will come up with it and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just use the, uh, use the cutters to cut the thing off. And you go, oh, I forgot you had those. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you cut the thing off and off you go. Great. Well done, guys. If, if we had more time, if we had more time, because you said it was like 34 seconds left, what I really mm. wanted to do is if we were able to get the giant's pants off, I would have took the brush and dipped it in a pink gold leaf and wrote Escape the Rumors was here on his butt cheek nice. and then nice. ran out. But that would be we didn't have enough bleak. time. Yeah. No. Otherwise, not enough time. You know, leave our mark. Escape the Rumors was here. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. I was like, oh, no. What is he trying to do with the paintbrush at this point? Cece, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Infinite Escape Room. You were successful. Uh, would you like to know what the bad ending was? Yeah. If you failed. As Absolutely. always. Uh, so had you failed, the giant would have awoken uh, and eaten you. You were indeed his next meal. Uh, and then the following week, the team would have had to escape from the giant's belly. Ooh. Sounds like more fun for them. <laughs> Could have sacrificed ourselves. Before I lead the show out, guys, is there anything you would like to plug? Well, first, we want to say thank you to you uh, for having us. Really appreciate yeah. it. Our pleasure. Um, but yeah, uh, we love this industry. We've said it time and time again. Um, this, is, this is why we do what we do, because there's so many creators out there and so many way, different ways of delivering puzzles and content and just ways to get people to start to think outside the box. Um, hmm. But if anyone's interested in following us, we are escapetherumors.com. Our Instagram is at escapetherumors. Facebook is escapetherumors. YouTube has escaped the rumors. Everything has escaped the rumors, except for our Twitter, which is ET Rumors. Um, oh, did some bastard have escaped the rumors, or was it too long? It's too long. Too it long. Was, Damn it. Yeah, we would have got confused. It'd be like, escape the roomy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yay. Yeah, yeah. We probably would have got confused with a lot of other similar names um, out there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, lovely. Thanks. So, and you, you do a YouTube live show. Is that right? Every Friday at four o'clock. Every Friday at four o'clock, New York time. New York time. It's called Behind the Masterminds, where we interview different guests every single episode. We get to know about their projects that they're currently working on, and what's hope. Hopefully, we we get to squeeze information out of them about what's coming in the near future. Uh, we play games on the show with them. We get. You know, it's really just to you know learn more about them and get to know them personally, but also about their creativity as well. And don't forget, you can win prizes. 
So if you have a, a, a chance to visit our uh, YouTube channel, you can find hidden numbers and uh, letters in each episode from 50 to 69. And um, the uh, big reveal will be in episode 70 when you accumulate all those uh, numbers and uh, letters and send us the yeah, answer. And then uh, you'll be able to enter. I really want the answer to be, you have wasted 90 minutes of your life doing this. <laughs> well done. Oh, no, John, you just solved it. <laughs> victory is mine yeah. but the uh the big prize for episode 70 whoever is the lucky winner is going to win um for, from escape mail uh by mobile escapes oh sorry mobile escapes by escape mail which is episode one to 12 so they're season one um or you can choose season two uh when that that comes out so it's either or oh, so so sorry what 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 is that what is that thing oh so mobile escape uh produces little like envelopey uh puzzles uh, each uh month they send you one uh actually they've been coming out oh, with wow. every like every two weeks or something yeah but there's episode... so you get one in the mail yeah you get one in the mail and it's like subscribe subscription based and you, um, th so what happens is uh, they give you like a few sheets or something in there. Each one of them is a story. So you follow, it's actually Cuz JJ, our favorite character. Uh, so you just follow that envelope storyline from episode one to 12. And you find out what happened to Cuz JJ as he searches for his treasure in Island Juro. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Escape rooms by mail. That is genuinely a new one. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen out there in the world. There is, that is a genuine, like a genuine physical <laughs> prize for entering into this contest. So head over to escapetherumors.com and indeed to their YouTube channel Are we all, to, sorry, uh, we, to enter. We have one more. Uh, I, maybe we should mention this also. We partnered with uh, the Curious Correspondence Club, which is for Puzzle Timber. Every single day from September 1st to the end of the month, there will be a puzzle from a different creator uh, on their Instagram. So you should definitely check that out as well. If you're if you love puzzles, which I assume everyone watching and listening, sorry, everyone listening uh, does. You'd hope so <laughs> at this point. By, by now. Yeah. You either love puzzles or you love listening to people think. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We have been the Infinite Escape Room. And if you liked this episode and would like to hear more of the work that we do, we have about 160 previous episodes for you to feast on. They can be found at our home on the web, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. We can also be found on social media at tier underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and indeed on Facebook too. Brandon, Cece from Escape the Rumors, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. See you all next time and goodbye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye.